Welcome to Be Limitless with Tarun Mukherjee. In this podcast, I will be talking about how to be limitless in everything you do in life. It can be your business, it can be your career, it can be marketing, it can also be some of the mistakes which finally make us limitless. So let's be limitless and go beyond our imagination. So welcome again to Be Limitless with Tarun Makija. We are now here up for episode number 2 with someone who's very close to me, someone who just became very close to me I would say. I know him since about uh, almost 10 months now, but it's the maximum that we've interacted is in the last uh, one month of the lockdown and I believe that uh, it's something which uh, has got us even more closer as uh, marketers and as buddies as well. So we have uh, somebody who got recently awarded as the 100 smartest digital marketing leaders by the CMO Asia's World Digital Marketing Congress he's a ministry of external affairs ITEC speaker on digital marketing for governments and government bodies he teaches marketing courses across various b schools in mumbai and uh, he strongly believes that the most important trait for any human is gratitude and that the pursuit of happiness is once personal as well as professional space is the key to continuous improvement so we have somebody who currently leads the digital marketing team at victorinox for the indian market welcome rohit haldangar on the show how are you doing rohit what's up hi tarun i am doing very well and i'm 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 just happy to be here so yeah a podcast on a saturday evening is always good lovely i'm even happier that you could you know turn up for the podcast as well very soon and uh, apart from that i'm sure you're having an amazing time at home as yeah. well i am i am man. and all all the uh, the reason for that is my family they've been very kind to me yeah they've been, they've been helping me uh, to do a lot of things so yeah thanks to them i would say yes a big thanks to our families who are keeping us sane and keeping us happy and also we are trying to do the same with them i'm sure you're trying know, to do the same Lovely. absolutely absolutely i'm trying my best to you know keep inquiring uh, about how they are and how they're doing yeah that that's the what i've been trying to do perfect so i'll tell you all why is rohit here with us today so rohit has been you no know, rohit has worked for you know different media agencies of the country he's worked with both the agency side and the brand side as well and currently he is at the brand side like he leads the team at Victorinox so the whole reason of this podcast is to understand how to develop a great client agency relationship so i think that's the most asked question today in the time of client and agencies in a digital marketing industry or i would say the marketing industry as a whole what do you think rohit yeah absolutely man absolutely it's very important uh, it's important because a great client agency relationship usually results in awesome work and the objective of you know most of our careers is to do awesome work and find joy out of it yes i think we have very well defined that i think joy is what all of us seek and that is what we need to have in our life wherever we are whatever we are doing you know it can be work it can yes. be anything else as well lovely absolutely so, absolutely uh what i i think this is some question this is the question i think which a lot of people uh, might have asked you earlier as well uh so you know let's get on to business 
what are the three uh, main factors that you know actually go into a robust client agency relationship according to you the three factors if i have to put my finger on them uh, they will be mutual respect mm-hmm. yes uh, trust mm-hmm. and client delight yes and all three are interdependent and one factor that binds all of them is transparency yeah these might sound like these might sound like a lot of heavy words but what you will realize is if you do that extra for the client when i say extra it doesn't necessarily mean uh, providing you know more than what was promised mm-hmm. yes by using your resources and your money mm-hmm. but it could also mean delivering slightly before time okay delivering quality that is way better than what was expected yes so these are certain factors that i that i strongly feel and again a robust relationship is developed over a period of time the better work you do the more transparency there is the more trust there is the respect is going to grow and respect mutual respect is is very important respect is a two way street so these are some of the factors that go in you know i think you very well summarized the three important things which you said were trust mutual respect and customer delight i think uh, if yes. you can win the three things over with the client i think you both are on the right track great absolutely so, and i'm and i'm sure you know from your experience you'll also realize that when there is mutual respect um, you know it's not just a one way one way transactional relationship uh, you also must have enjoyed working with those sort of clients who treat you like partners not like an agency or a vendor if i may use that word agreed 100% because you know that is where you become a little easy and you become a little more open to the client to share new ideas because you know that the client will value them will give you honest feedback and then probably you can zero down on something which you can probably get into the execution mode of the same thing i agree with that absolutely super super so uh one more thing you know i think uh, this is something which we honestly uh, i think a lot of agencies also also face how, how do you think one can actually you know avoid a uh, couple of things a multiple changes in the decks and the pitches and b over delivering to some clients okay you say multiple uh, changes in a in a deliverable is it i would say multiple changes in terms let's say of a pitch or let's say of a proposal okay. or a brief okay see multiple changes usually happen when there is no clarity yes right. uh, so how do you get clarity when when party a when the client tells you something mm-hmm. yes you request him to document it yes document right. it in black and white on an email or in a ppt just he has to give it to you in case right. he is not keen on doing that have a conversation with him over uh, over a mobile call and then document it saying hey as discussed this is what is required yeah so okay. in such a situation in such a situation if he has to give changes he will limit those changes man he will not go on and on because it will be embarrassing for him also or her also because he's still going back on his words so clear communication which is in black and white is one of the ways Okay. but i know it's it's a bit of a, a touchy point because despite clear communication also you might come across some clients not all some clients who might still ask you for that but then somewhere down the line 
you'll have to put your foot down and say, hey, this is what you asked for. We've given you a couple of changes, but how, how long can you go ahead? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's the better way yeah. to you know, actually get things done. If it's on paper, you always have a fair idea as to what the client expects and how can you deliver the same. I think that makes a lot of sense. And uh, apart from that, yes. I think what you made sure was uh, if it is on an email, it's always the best to work on a brief. Yes, yes, yes. It's always, you know, regardless of what sort of relationship you have, whether you know the client for the last five years or for the last five days, it, it helps to have that practice in place because it gives you clarity, right? See, even today, you and I, what we're speaking, mm-hmm. okay, imagine if, uh, if there are points to it. So, and if both of us look at those pointers, we know, hey, this is what exactly both of us meant, what the conversation was all about. Right. So there is no scope for ambiguity. Agreed. So uh, I guess, you know, there is also something which uh, a lot of people would want to know from you since you are on the client side today is to, you know, how can like agencies like us explain the clients that uh, marketing or let's say for that matter, digital marketing is not actually a magic wand. (laughs) That's a, that's a very nice question (laughs) because uh, I, I do come across people uh, that that believe that hey magic is possible yeah <laughs> yes magic is possible in certain cases but we also have to remember first first you have to remember as a digital marketer you and me we have to remember that hey digital marketing is very potent okay right but it is not omnipotent correct and you have to acknowledge first of all acknowledge yourself that hey these are the limitations of digital marketing. And once you know that, you have to educate the team at the client side. Because see, not every person you're going to meet from the client side is going to be as uh, tech savvy or digital savvy as you are. Yes. Agreed. So education, education is the key. If you find someone at the client side who understands digital really well, good enough, your game uh, is, is good over there, you'll be fine, your battle's half won, but if it's not the case, then take a half a day session and, and explain it to them. We've done it in the past, now that the agency side, okay. I won't name the brands, but we used to, uh, you know, we used to send decks every week to tell them about the latest happenings about digital marketing, or we used to go to the client side often and educate them. So the objective was to educate. Wow. Yeah, that, that is, that is a solution. Okay, so I think uh, educating them is what you recommend as the right solution, right? Yes, yes. You have to educate them. I think I agree with that. If you know what we're doing, you will be able to understand and you know explain uh, explain them better, and then they will also start expecting things in a much more uh, practical and logical manner. Absolutely. So, Tarun, let me ask you: mm-hmm. What was the weirdest request you got ever from a client? You know. Which you which you realize is not really possible. What's the weirdest thing you heard? Um. Okay. Let me think. The weirdest request that a client has ever asked us. Um. <laughs> you know, everybody loves getting favors these days, right? So yes. Yeah, this is not a brand. This is. Uh, these are like I would say a couple of individuals. So these okay. are like you know, hey guys, we have X amount of followers today, and this is what we. Uh-huh. Do. These are our social media handles. Uh, can you please get us verified? 
so i was like okay okay um, okay Okay. I think verification is not a bad thing. It's a good thing, and it was introduced so that you know you can actually differentiate between the real person and the fake profiles. If I'm not wrong. Yes. Yes. So these guys are like, you know, I'm ready to pay any amount to get verified. I don't know what will you achieve okay. after that blue tick, you know? Okay. Okay. Like Rohit, today if I had to like you ask me, Tarun, I want to get verified. I would recommend you, Rohit, you know, get featured in different places, do a little bit of online PR. get featured at places huh. where you feel that they are calling you they're featuring giving up backlink to your website etc etc yes 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 and on the other hand this guy is like are main to kitne paise de dunga aapko and you know you give me the money and i'll uh... <laughs> so i was like i think it becomes more of that ego thing you know hey it it's a ego ego boost perhaps i agree with you 100% it's like puri duniya verify ho rahi hai mujhe bhi kar do you know yes 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 i i tell you something that reminds me of Oh, some of the funny requests I get. So I have people, uh, okay, who ask me, "Hey, you do influencer activity for your brand, right?" I say, "Yeah." Uh, so how much, you know, how much do some of these influencers charge? And uh, when we tell them the amounts, some of the big influencers they they do charge a lot of money. Yes. So when I tell them, the next question is, "Hey, Rohit, please make me an influencer, man." If 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 <laughs> putting up one video for Victorinox. um you know uh, helps an influencer make so much money how do i become an influencer i, I tell them if i knew how to become an instagram influencer with uh, 5 lakhs or a million people following me why wouldn't i become an influencer first obviously from that <laughs> yeah. note i would like to i would like to add one thing i think you are already an influencer in the field of uh, teaching and marketing and digital i think uh, teaching almost I, i think i guess 1000 plus students at the least which i can say right no no i've taught over the years i must have taught at least 7 to 8000 students yeah it's been over a decade right there yeah, you are i, I taught think, a lot uh, of people yeah yeah so i think 7 to 8000 students if you've taught i think uh, you already have a good fan following and you already are influencer just not in just not on instagram But I think not in, on Instagram. But yeah. I think in I think in real life. Yes, but the but a lot of people want to know how I can have those one million people on following me, and I have no answer to that honestly. So uh, I for people who are listening and who actually want to become an influencer, just deviating a little from the topic, uh, just a couple of things I think which you can implement. First, pick up a niche as to what you want to become an influencer in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then build that up and become and select a micro niche. Okay. Then after the micro niche, start developing a lot of content around it. It can be videos, it can be blogs, it can be a podcast like this. It can be anything which you feel can actually take you there, right? Because I think if you cons if you consistently keep creating content, I think you gradually will become an influencer. And if you provide value. uh and i think one thing which rohit loves to say is if you provide something which is not on google i think people will yeah, have to yeah, follow yeah. you yep that's yep, a basic yep, plan yep. as to how you can become a good influencer in anything you know in any any given uh, field and you know uh, tarun one thing i have realized is that uh, platforms like twitter and linkedin mm-hmm. which are relatively more boring than tiktok and instagram boring in the sense they're not as colorful as the as the other platforms right i have a much bigger following so my following on linkedin 
is uh, four times that of my following on Instagram, and it's equivalent to my following on Twitter. <laughs> so wow. I, I I think I have you know I have realized that I write better than a click perhaps. <laughs> or, or or you know maybe I I can't do a funny I can't do funny stuff on TikTok. I might I I have an account on TikTok, but yeah, I just recently got active there. But I don't think I have a future on TikTok. <laughs> but I think you definitely definitely have an amazing and a bright future on uh, LinkedIn. I I hope so. So I've been active there for just a few months and. Yeah, I have, I have I have a decent following. I'm pretty surprised by that. But yeah, and I think the only thing that perhaps attracts people is that I try to be, you know, as honest. Someone someone actually called me refreshingly honest about the things that are wrong in the industry. Agreed. So uh, if I had to ask you a couple of more questions, you know, I would uh, really want to know the answer of this very particular question, which you know we have faced in the past. and i'm sure a lot of agencies uh-huh. do face the same thing as well you know how can we actually explain a client that the leads mm-hmm. are something which are you know obviously in our control we can target the right audiences and get you the right kind of a lead in a good cpl which is cost per lead and conversions yes. are not in our control especially if you are in a service based industry absolutely that's a very very good question mm-hmm. okay again boils down to that one word education you have to make them understand but a lot of them do not understand why that final conversion is not happening you have to sit across the table and tell them hey this is part of the process till say if it's like a b c d e till a b c d it is within our control so you can you know hold us responsible till a b c d but the e the end service is provided by you okay Correct. so you have to bifurcate responsibilities also that has to be again have a discussion and put it in black and white i'm a big fan of putting things in black and white okay mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of having someone's neck on the line when i say someone's neck on the line someone should be responsible okay from okay. your team or your entire team say this a b c d okay i am tarun makhija mm-hmm. uh, i belong to uh, this agency i belong to this company i handle this you can pull me up for this इसके आगे जो होता है वो आप रिस्पॉन्सिबल हो बट इफ यू हैव अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग रिलेशनशिप एंड आई होप यू नो ऑल रिलेशनशिप क्लाइंट्स एंड द एजेंसी दैट स्ट्रॉन्ग यू परहैप्स कैन सिट अक्रॉस द टेबल एंड सजेस्ट टू हिम और हर हाउ दैट ई कैन बी बेटर द लास्ट स्टेप कैन बी बेटर सी दैट इज वॉट विल मेक यू द पार्टनर नॉट द एजेंसी एज एन यू विल नॉट बी द एजेंसी टू दैट टू दैट गाय टेल एम वॉट यू थिंक इज गोइंग रॉन्ग help them improve that final step also i think yes what you said was you know if you try and help the person a little beyond what you are doing on a personal level yes. then you kind of become their partner rather than just becoming an agency for them i agree with that absolutely absolutely so do that and you know again we are we are living you know we having discussion assuming that even the client will be reasonable we hope for that But yeah, out of you know uh, nine out of ten times we meet reasonable people, we come across that one unreasonable person, yes. and then it becomes a little tough. I'm sure you must have come across some unreasonable clients in the past. I have, I have, you know, and it's it sometimes gets a little too difficult for us also to you know uh, make them understand. But I think yes, we yeah, also yeah, in the yeah. past tried tried educating them as well, and you know if I, if after a couple of times it doesn't get through, then we. 
understand from the client see this is how this is what we can do for you and this is how it will work if you think it's a viable way of you for you of generating new business then let's uh, you know probably keep going otherwise you know we can obviously suggest you new things or we can uh, disassociate you know absolutely absolutely so uh, i guess you know uh, that was an amazing answer to a very uh, difficult question because actually a lot of people <laughs> till date are trying to understand but i think yes like you mentioned it all boils down to one thing yeah. educating the person and communicating with the person yes yes great so uh, one more important thing i think this is something which a lot of people would want to uh, know the answer to who are listening to this how important do you think are people management skills when it comes to client agency bonds very important okay but uh, you do not have to be the world's most charming man or woman to Correct. have a great client agency bond mm-hmm. yeah again as i told you if you do your work really well which delights the client yeah mm-hmm. uh, and if there is transparency mm-hmm. in, in your in your dealings mm-hmm. you will have that trust and mutual respect man it all again boils down to the to the first thing do your job really well communicate really well develop trust yeah you do okay. these things it's simple you don't you don't need to be sharukh khan to to woo your client the client really cares about what is he getting at the end of the day and whether you are giving him comfort remember uh, the point of contact the client side is answerable to someone you might be answerable to the cmo to the ceo yes yes make him feel comfortable that hey we are with you this is not a transaction ki mai itna kaam karunga you do so much work uh, let's see we are not at log tell him we are not at log ahead so we are here to attain the objectives yes and see if you help him uh, attain his business objectives for the brand he'll be more than happy to give you more business in the future he will recommend you to his other contacts in the industry so when i at the uh, client side when i have a good campaign done i'm happy with my agency mm-hmm. and someone asks me hey what sort of work is happening and someone's happy with the kind of work that's happening i am the first guy to go out and recommend my agency to them wow i i believe that hey if you're doing a good job you have to make a noise right why not because when they do a shabby job i'm mm-hmm. the first one to be a little rough with them so it has to be balanced you can't have it only in one way right the work is going down the drain you're very angry and upset if you do a fabulous job you ignore no 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 it's not that it's not that way that it functions i think that is very well explained plus summarized and one thing which i really could uh, take away from the entire uh, you know the point which you mentioned was uh, if you really you know help somebody achieve their business objectives they will definitely want to work for a longer period of time with you and would also love to you know pass on your contacts to the people who are looking for people like you people like another agency I absolutely think. absolutely i have done that i love doing that okay not just an agency or anyone anyone who delivers well for me okay i make it a point that hey in my circles i recommend them come on these guys are good great so i think in this entire conversation the last i would say the question uh, you talked a lot about trust so a couple of things which i also want to understand from you in in terms of uh, trust basically let's say you know for example uh, let's say we aren't working with a client which we uh, used to you know after uh, you know let's say a year ago or a couple of years back so uh, yeah is that one mantra you think which we can use to kind of establish that trust 
with them again and kind of you know get them back what do you think to get a client back mm-hmm. uh, first of all they need to have a requirement very well okay. said yeah if, correct if, if you do not have a requirement and if you uh, still keep on asking them for business every 6 months or every 3 months okay he's never going to give you business because he will think that hey these guys are very pushy they annoying okay so don't mm-hmm. do that but once in a while it's always good to keep in touch hi hello okay just keep in touch with people and develop a network develop and be good acquaintances that's all i say and and your work that the work that you are doing has to talk yes very so say agency a has done such good work and i see that okay i am suddenly at the client side i realize hey my contract with a certain agency is getting over and there is this agency a that is doing fabulous work i know the person there so the comfort factor is already there yes why not call them over to for a meeting or a discussion yes so your work has to do the talking and you have to develop basic relationships again as i said before you don't have to be the most charming man on this planet or woman on the most charming woman on the planet let your work talk man because nothing nothing is more important than the quality of your work as you know just to give an example of irfan khan that yes. man yes yeah you don't you don't talk about how he was the world's best looking man but today we grieving for the quality of work that he gave us he didn't have to scream and shout okay he didn't have to do dance numbers for us yeah that's that's i think more more or less is something we can also learn from the man irfan khan i think uh, what people always look for is your work and what they always remember will be your work no matter what you do and where you are in life even if you are an actor like an amazing actor like irfan khan or rishi kapoor for that matter or you know yes, in yes, agency yes. and or a client side i think let your work speak for for itself and that that will kind of get you any client back on the planet or even new clients on board i think very well said yes 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 you are remembered by the work you do in the long run agreed i'm sure you know you also might be remembering that one person who did an amazing campaign with you or vice versa when you did an amazing campaign for a brand and the brand still remembers that rohit was leading this campaign what a fabulous yes, thing yes 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 i remember people who who have been my teammates who done a fabulous job i i remember people from my partner agencies who done a good job so yeah i i i will always because when you talk your career highlights you should also remember who contributed to this career highlights agreed so uh, you know apart from uh, you know trust and getting a client back uh, what apart from all of this do you think is the perfect way to actually retain a client okay when something goes wrong from the agency side in simple terms don't fool the client if something goes wrong okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh if if something goes wrong sit with them tell them that hey we have goofed up this is a mistake acknowledge the mistake mm-hmm. apologize there's there's no shame in apologizing okay Yes. We made a mistake. We are sorry, mm-hmm. and this is how we are going to make up for it. That will help you improve as an agency, because the first step to improvement is acknowledgement, and it also sends out a message uh, to the client saying that hey, these guys are trustworthy man. They they are not trying to fool me, because see, even you you will realize when you come across people at mm-hmm. the client side who don't understand digital. Sometimes it's possible to fool them. Correct. Okay. Mat karo. 
don't fool them be honest with them like hey this is what we've done okay i've had experiences with people you know trying to fool me because they assumed they did not know i came from an agency background ah uh, okay they did not know that i came from an agency background and they tried to fool around play you know play the fool rather and they got a piece of my mind okay so <laughs> don't sure. do that no that yeah. could have just been avoided had they acknowledge the mistake and game over go ahead move on very well said again i think acknowledging the mistake and once again we bring it down to the same point is communicating with the client that okay we are sorry we'll we you know kind of goofed up over here but we promise yes, you yes, that yes, this yes. is how we can actually get to the objective which was earlier set by us and we promise that we will be delivering it to you so yes. you couldn't do it through a and b let's try to do it with a b and c put together maybe you know absolutely and you know what your your organization will also come across as a very mature organization your agency will come across as a very mature agency to the client like hey man these guys they 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 have some meat you know because see again acknowledging and apologizing is not a trait of the weak yes it takes some strength okay to do it agree agree yeah i think uh, that's that's one of the most uh, important question and one of the most important answers of this entire podcast i think the biggest takeaway for me will be this and i think people who are listening to this should also be just that you always be honest with your client and show them some maturity and you will never be able to ask to leave i think yeah 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 provided you don't waste crores of money on the client yeah yeah <laughs> that is definitely there so yeah okay so one thing which i have uh, you know always contemplated about uh, doing this or not doing this and i'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this also might have you know asked this question do you think we should uh, email the proposals to the client because at a lot of times you know they they tell us that you know i need to show it to my cmo to my ceo or i need to discuss it with the management or uh, you know vice like so on and so forth so is emailing the proposals the right thing i think you should email i'll tell you why okay because when you email it's in black and white so the message is communicated clearly to them fine mm-hmm. and tomorrow if they uh, don't part, they do not collaborate with you but they use your ideas with someone else or on their own Mm-hmm. you have it in writing you again have proof if you want to take legal action against them okay mm-hmm. and even if you assume it doesn't go i i hope it never goes in that direction uh, you know your ideas they never stolen but what happens is when you are emailing at the beginning you're telling them hey i trust you so you you start your relationship at a point uh, that revolves around trust agreed so yeah but but you know you must uh, someone who heads an agency you must be feeling a little uncomfortable at times right because you don't know you're dealing with new people and they expect you to put everything on email so i understand the conundrum in your head i understand the ambivalence that you have but somewhere down the line you know you have to buy the bullet here okay i think uh, i will still be a little biased over here because you know at times there have been cases where people have actually used the same ideas and uh, yeah, that, yeah 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 you know taking a legal action is something which like you said it should never come to that point in the first place yes. but i think uh, yes in some cases when when you should also know that you know if you really can understand the vibe of the person or you can actually 
you know trust the person in a couple of meetings then no harm in uh, emailing them uh, but with practical approach not with an emotional approach yes yes definitely but i i do not blame you for your skepticism you know i certainly i certainly don't uh, if you because yeah i have i have had uh, agencies that have come to pitch to me and they've they've not uh, wanted to share their deck and i absolutely do not hold it against them it's valid we know of massive cases in the industry uh, where people uh, where where corporates where uh, clients have stolen ideas from agencies without paying them which is wrong right which is unfair but uh, having said that there are also been cases one of the agencies i worked in so we had uh, gone to pitch and they did not uh, take us on board mm-hmm. but they liked the idea so much that they said hey if we like your idea we'll be executing it we'll mm-hmm. pay you for the idea they, oh, they wow. paid the company yes they paid for the idea that is so cool isn't that awesome i think that's not just awesome but it's it's unbelievable because if somebody actually likes your idea because i think yes. all we have today uh, is our ideas and that is yes. the maximum value and if somebody tells you okay lovely great we love your idea but we would like to execute it in house so that we can take some cost or whatever i think if they pay you for the idea i think they are on the right track and you should be more than happy that they loved your loved your idea actually yes 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 and ideas are again you know some ideas you might get an idea in in a fashion of a second some ideas might take you days okay but when the people who get those ideas in a fraction of a second they usually get it because they have put in all those years you know of hard work and suddenly and it it's that conditioning which allows them to get that idea really quick and that has to be valued here yeah? perfect we could together you know give the right answer i think to the question i think i hope people get paid for their ideas that's the thing which i would like to conclude yes. the answer on yes 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 <laughs> so i think you know i'm sure you are also in your house safe and sound and so is so are a lot of other people of the entire world today so this question i think a lot of people have already answered it but i'll still ask you again uh, okay. you know how do you think uh, an agency and a client relationship improved during this time number one second okay. question which pertains to the pertains to this question itself which is how do you think will uh, the situation affect the client agency relationship in the future because you know that a lot of clients have actually put their marketing spends on hold uh, plus a lot of agencies have also understood their uh, you know plight and they've also agreed to it because like you know it's it's not just for you and me it's for the world so mm-hmm. yeah so what do you think uh, is the current situation how is it holding between the client and agency and uh, the future of the client agency relationship post the lockdown i would say how is it going to hold up it's a very very tough question because i'll tell you mm-hmm. uh, clients might not be in a position lot of clients might not be in a position to pay the retainers agree okay and that is because a lot of businesses are not getting revenue yes if a business yes. is not getting revenue from where will they pay the agency correct so it is it's a really really tricky situation mm-hmm. yes. but again it's a game of survival yes yeah uh, as I, as i say this is a game this is a time where the brand is trying to survive yes yes the agency should have a dialogue with the brand mm-hmm. and tell them hey we are with you in this time in this tough time we are trying to survive too you are trying to survive too let's survive together yeah okay 
let's survive. But again, I talk about partnership. This is where the partnership angle comes into picture. Okay. If you are charging, say X amount as a retainer and you know the client cannot afford to pay you X amount. Okay. Ask yourself, Hey, can I survive for the next four to five months? Can I give a temporary reduction in the retainer? Discuss that. So if you take the first step and tell them, Hey, you know, this is what I require for my, my team to survive, my company to survive. I will give you good work. Yeah. I know you are going through a tough time too. And see how it pans out. See, have honest discussions. If the, if the client has zero revenue coming in, anyway, he's not going to be in a position to pay you your retainer, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. No position to pay your retainer. But instead of assuming that talk to him like a friend, talk to him like a partner and ask him, Hey, how may I help you? Again, it all boils down to that question in, in any service uh, industry. Okay. You have to ask, how may I help you? I think uh, and, very well said. Yeah, and, and again, since, uh, you know, we spoke about survival, the yes. future, this, uh, you know, you, you define relationships, uh, not just a business relationship, but any relationship by how they deal with turmoil. Yeah. And this is unprecedented turmoil. So if your, if your client is being nice to you, okay. Or if you are being cooperative with your client, if you guys can sail through this phase, you're going to have a very, very strong relationship. You'll be remembered for this. They will remember you. You will remember them. Okay. So it is a tricky time. It's a tough time. It's not just tricky. It's a very, very tough time. The, the revenues might, might dry out at a lot of ends for both the parties. But again, try to survive. That's, that's all I can say. I think, uh, yes, it's the testing time for our client agency relationship today. And moreover, it's yes, a testing yes, time yes. for all of us. So we should try and collaborate and, uh, you know, kind of call them and tell them, I'm actually trying to help you out over here. If you think that, you know, this is yes, what yes, we yes. can't do, or you still feel we can, we should keep it at a pause. No problem. Let's support each other today. I think that's the right way. Yes, to go yes, 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 yes. Because see, uh, Tarun, at your end, you'll also want to pay your salaries, right? You'll have to, you'll have yes. rent to pay. Yes. You can ask yourself, Hey, how can I, how can I just break even? Correct. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want the icing on the cake, man. At least I don't even want the cake. I am okay to have just a toast. Yeah. Okay. And basic bread. Huh? Hum, hum, hum. We'll have the bread. Okay. And that, if you take that first step, your, your, uh, client will be happy, man. He will be happy. And see again, and please make it a point to tell him, you know, that, Hey, this is a temporary solution that we have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that, Hey, when the sun shine, when the sun starts shining again, mm-hmm. you tell me, okay, Tarun, during COVID-19, you charge me so much. Now you have to again charge me at that rate. No, then, then that is taking undue advantage of your niceness. I think over there, you need to keep clarity and communicate with the client very, uh, like you said, black and white that this, yes, this yes, is only yes. for a lockdown period and we will be revising it to the older retainer as we discussed earlier. I think very well. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So uh, I think we've covered a lot of questions just before uh, you know, we depart. One question which I have for you is because you today are at the client side. And you've been uh, at Victorinox for almost, uh, I would say, one and a half or more years today. So, as a client, half, yeah. yeah. So, as a client, Rohit, what delights you the most? What delights me the most it is passion for my brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
I am very passionate about Victorinox and my brand because at the end of the day, the brand feeds me. It puts bread and butter on my table. Right. And because it feeds me, I'm very passionate. I want great work to happen. Now, when I'm partnering with someone, if that someone has the same passion for my brand, yeah, and that passion translates into great work, I am delighted. Okay. Agreed. Because passion can't be bought with money. You can't buy it with money. So one of the uh, one of the one of the guys I work with, he has been using Victorinox products for a lot of time, for years, and he absolutely loves the product. So I'm very happy working with him because I can sense the passion is palpable. I can sense that joy when he's working for the brand. So I look for such people. So if, if I have to choose between you know two guys to work with, the one with passion definitely has the upper hand. I think uh, I would agree 100% because like you mentioned, passion is something which comes from within and you can see it in the person's eyes and the face when you interact with the person yes. on the other side of the table and you actually come to know how much this person is doing this for money and how much is passion involved in the entire process. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, just to add on to the entire thing, I would just I like to tell you one uh, amazing thing which I experienced about, let's say, six months back. So we were pitching an amazing brand in Mumbai and uh, you know, we pitched them for second time in a row in a span of let's say four or five months. And okay. you know what you mentioned exactly the same thing I asked him, you know, I asked him, you know, we pitched you a couple of times uh, in four months and why do you think we still couldn't win the retainer, you know? So he was okay. very honest with me. He said, Tarun, I'll give you one honest feedback that it's not about somebody having a prior experience of the field we are in today or you know, Somebody who is very, he's like an expert in what we're doing, but it's like an agency partner who actually is passionate about what we do as much as we are, like you are today for your brand. And like I said, you know, like you have the passion to drive Big Mouth to another level, the same passion, somehow we felt it was a little missing in the team. That's why I think you couldn't take it over. So I told him, you know, uh, I think the team was a lot more passionate than uh, it could seem in the meeting. And mm-hmm. I told him, you know, let's, let's do something together. Let's do a small campaign together to see the passion. And if you see the passion is there, then we can obviously take it ahead. Otherwise, you already have a bunch of people to deal with. That's nice, you know, and I'm glad that he was very upfront and he, he spoke about this to you. I told him that, you know, I, I, will, I, will, I will exhibit my passion in my work which is fabulous, which is really nice on your part. Like you said, you know, let the work speak for itself and, you know, stop the talking. Like I love Sachin, you know, he always used to let the bat do the talking and not his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because so, see, uh, when you're a Sachin or a Dravid, you don't need to sledge, you know. Your, your bat is a giant. Yes. What is the need? What is the need for Sachin to sledge? There is no need for Sachin to sledge. He was a little man, okay. Mm-hmm. He used to face the giants like the Ambroses uh, and the Vakars of the world. Uh, and he would smash them all over. And the Akhtars of the world, let's smash them all over. Come on. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think uh, we've kind of covered a lot of amazing things as to how can one develop an amazing client agency relationship. And I'm sure uh, we could give value to whoever will be listening to this. So great. Uh, Thank you once again, Rohit, you know, for being a part of this. And uh, I would just like to tell all of you, if you have any further questions or doubts, 
please feel free to you know send a message to rohit or me on our linkedin profiles that is the best place we can, we would love to answer it over there and otherwise you can always you know stay in touch with us and if you want an amazing swiss knife contact rohit he'll help you with that <laughs> definitely and also one more thing just be before we depart uh, rohit has been you know recently also teaching people digital marketing he's recently completed the first batch starting the second first batch, batch yeah, yeah so you know if you all are up for learning some digital marketing from the person who was on the client side and the agency side and today is again on the client side i think you can do that and obviously uh, you never know there is can be a surprise in that entire course too for you so any any closing words uh, rohit from your end the closing words uh, i had awesome fun i i enjoyed this conversation and again i i i describe i i figure out whether i have value from you know the time i invest in anything from this one question maza aaya and i i can definitely say i enjoyed this podcast recording so thank you very much for having me tarun it's it's a, it's always a pleasure talking with you for because of the energy and passion you bring to anything you do so keep going and thanks to all the people who are listening in thank you very much perfect thank you thank you so much for those kind words that really mean a lot to me and uh, perfect rohit we'll catch up very soon until then please yes, stay sir. home and stay safe i wish you the best and yes, you too thank you buddy thank you so much bye bye take care tada take care buddy thank you so much for joining us today i'm very grateful for each one of you who has come till the end i would love to hear your feedback and if you could give a five star rating in the comments below it really help apart from that i'm sure we could give amazing value to all of you listening today thank you once again for being a part of this podcast until then stay home stay safe take care bye bye thank you so much for coming till the end i would love to read your feedback and your story of going limitless see you in the next episode of be limitless with tarun mukherjee